But now we're, ha now we're in a cycle of trying to generate leads for the business. Everybody with that? Could come through strategic partnerships. Could come through influencers. It could come through networks. It could come from schools. It could come from, you, you see where I'm going? Because so, we have, you know, now we've got arrangements with public schools. We're talking to private schools, online schools, which we'll talk about in the next uh, session. We've got it with real estate agents who have big networks of people we're trying to get to, governments. See, my mind immediately goes to how do we make this go? Because we don't need more money. We need more people, right? And we know there's a lot of kids in the world. Now the question is how do we reach those people? This is how you should be thinking about a business. How many different ways can we get in front of people and talk about this? How do we convert the people who are interested? Once they get in there, how do they have a good experience? So they go tell other people, okay? Every business has these same problems over and over and over, right? How do I generate leads, more leads? How do I convert the leads? How do I service these people at a high level? How do I generate new, new people from the people I have? How do we become known in the world, okay? No matter what the business is, these are the same problems over and over and over, Yes. So number one, if you have kids and you're interested in being in success school, which I think every parent should put their kids in there, six weeks of coaching, they get a coach. My daughter has gone through it. We just hired, we actually just hired a performance coach for my daughter who's 10 years old um, just, to, just, to, just to help her, right? Because I think, you know, to the assessments owner, where is she in each level, what's going on, personality profiles, because... I want her to play at her absolute highest level she can play at. And my job as her dad is to give her the best coaching that she can get. Okay? And so if you have kids and you're interested in the success school and doing that, just see Kelly Eisler, who's in the back. Raise your hand, Kelly. She's our lead director for her. And there's her sidekick, her husband, who's engineer, who helps us engineer things. Uh, but I'm trying to show you this while showing you something. That's just an idea that I had in my mind. Kids need coaching. Okay, what do we call it? What are we trying to teach them? See, when you're marketing a concept, don't complicate it. I've made this mistake before. Call it what it is. What is it? Success school. What do we teach kids? How to be successful. What, it, what does it take for kids to be successful? Have it to the top 1% of performers. Okay? So make it simple. Okay? But, but just because you have a business doesn't mean people are going to run through the door to get through there. Right? You have you got to get out there and beat the drum and talk about it and market it and promote it and explain it and over and over and over and over, right? And so you may be sitting there going, man, I, I'm missing this part, I'm missing this part, I'm missing this part. It's okay. Lots of businesses are missing missing structures, okay? It's not it's not a negative thing. It's just we got to go, as the year comes at the end, we got to look at it and go, okay, what's working? What's not working here? How do we do this at a bigger level? And sometimes there's, there's no unrealistic goal. There is unrealistic expectations. There's unrealistic timelines, right? Like a lot of people start their first year. It's like, I don't make a million dollars in the first year. And that's not realistic sometimes, right? It may take a while to get, get something up and running because it's just the way life goes, right? If it were easy, everybody would be doing it. So that's why I did that exercise is to show you that we all have, we all could get better in these areas to try to move from A to be okay with success school, I see I see kids from all over the world in this thing. I really do, because I know they need it, and I know very few people are providing it. I, and and so why don't we solve the problem? Everybody complains about education. Nobody wants to do anything about it. By the way, they just want to complain about it. 
And so this is our, our way of doing something about it, right? Is to give them the tools they need to be successful. Okay? Any, any comments or thoughts from that exercise there we just did? How many of you found? Now, you told me. I asked him a simple question. I said, who's managing the shop when y'all are gone? Because they're from Texas. And what would you say? Nobody. Nobody. What happens when nobody's managing the shop? (laughs) Here's the deal. It is human nature when nobody's managing people to contract. Okay? So it's it's just the way people are. When nobody's supervising them, then it's like, then what's happening? What's happening at work when nobody's there? Okay? Exactly right. Now, I've gone into companies, true story, and observed all day and come to the conclusion we're wasting at least four to five hours a day. I've gone into sales call centers where they didn't call anybody for three or four hours. And that's their whole job is calling people. They go to the bathroom and this one's over in the corner eating Cheetos and this one's over here on the phone and this one's playing on on TikTok and this one's over here doing this and ain't nobody working. And nobody's in charge of producing money. That's why it's very important. It's like, who's in charge of calling people and closing people here? Who's in charge of talking to people? Who's in charge? And what happens when we're not there? See, I've tried to teach my people, especially like Eric, who's in sales. I'm like, man, you ain't doing this for me. You're doing it for you and your family. And if you want to be broke, be broke. But if you want your family to have a better life and you want your kids to have a better life, then you need to pick up that phone and sell something. And I try to put it on him that he's doing it for him. He's not doing it for me. I will help you. I will get on the phone and help you close deals. I'll generate all the leads. You with me? I'm going to give them to you. But I can't stand over you all day long and get you to call people. You got to want to do this. Or you're never going to be great at it. Okay? So it's like, the, the, you know, the, the prey drive is not capturing the prey. It is in pursuing the prey. That's, the, that's where the reward is, right? And if you can ever teach people in your office, let's get up and go get it again today. Let's get up and follow up today. Let's get up and keep doing this today, okay? So what we're going to do right here is we're going to take a short break, and then we're going to do a session on intentional congruence. And intentional congruence is where you build your whole life, okay? And I'm going to bring in what we're doing with our kids right now because our daughter is in an online academy called Valor, And part of the reason we made that move was because I was spending a large amount of time away from away from my kids. Okay, and we made some decisions to try to build a life where we could include everybody so the kids can go with me on certain trips. We made a decision to do a lot of different things, and and we call that intentional congruence and intentional congruence is where everything feeds everything. There's no disconnectedness. Okay, so when we come back, we're going to start talking about how you build an intentionally congruent life around your unique ability that could include the the whole family. Okay, so let's take 10 minutes and then we'll come back. Good session, guys. Before I get started, there is one very important question I have to ask you. Coach Michael Burt, Monster Producer Academy CEO. He's a personal friend of mine. What good is it to have knowledge with no desire? What good is it to have desire with no skill? What good is it to have knowledge and skill with no confidence? A big part of activating your prey drive is finding and refining your talent. This is something that helps you get to the next place. People are made up of four parts, a body, a mind, a heart, and a spirit. You need to know you, and then you need to have an awareness, and sometimes you don't even know what you need. So all four parts of our nature have to be clicking. Your hard skill solves my problem. 
The bigger the problem, the more money people are paid to solve it. Everything is valuable to your future. What I'm really paying you for is your past. A monster producer combines multiple skills to dominate a market. When you get to wake up every day and do what you love doing, man, it is hard not to be motivated. They think at a higher ordinance than everybody else. They want to create new things. I have a conviction about me, and that's the conviction that you feel when I talk, when I speak. It comes across as passion. You got to learn how to connect to another person at such a deep level that it moves them. You have goals, you have targets, but you don't have a sense of urgency. They're going to exchange money, energy. They're going to raise capital. They're going to start new businesses. There's going to be joint ventures. I think your purpose finds you. It is activated. The word activate means to initiate. Discipline, which is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. Do you believe in your future, yes or no? When we know better, we do better. Finding the problem that you are uniquely qualified to solve, and you don't know what problem you really solve for whom, then there is no big financial exchange right there. You should leave here thinking bigger today than when you came. And I want to shake your hand and look you in the eyeball when you make this decision. Thank you. We'll see you in the back. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.